Welcome back to the Behind the Net podcast. As always, I'm one of your two co-hosts, Matthew, and joined with me is my other co-host. Michael, and happy Super Bowl Sunday to you guys. That's when we're recording this. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. We are recording this Sunday morning. It's a very special Super Bowl episode. Um, So we will have it out. Hopefully you're you're listening to this before the Super Bowl. Um, We'll have this out today. And uh, we'll talk more about the Super Bowl later because that's definitely the biggest uh, topic for today. But, uh, Michael, there has been some uh, some news going on in the uh, in the world of baseball, at least. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, we've we've been mentioning Trevor Bauer as a potential target for the Blue Jays for Mm -hmm. basically the entire offseason. But uh, recently, I think it was yesterday, actually, he made his decision public. And on his YouTube channel, he announced that he's going to sign with the uh, Dodgers. Yeah. And I have to I have to say the as as much as like some Jays fans are going to be disappointed, especially Mets fans. Mets fans are pro- most definitely devastated. You have to admit that uh, Bauer did a pretty good job with his announcement video. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. And um, I honestly have to say, like when I first heard the news, I was really shocked, but uh, not surprised, but like more so just like, oh man, you know, like. The Dodgers, I mean, in baseball, if, if you want to spend money, you could spend money. And the Dodgers are very committed to, you know, um, winning championships right now. And, man, they're just absolutely loaded now. Absolutely. <laughs> if you didn't think and... they already were loaded, they are absolutely loaded now. And here's the Toronto Blue Jays, you know, kind of trying to desperately get a uh, another starting pitcher. Um, and they missed out. And, yeah, um, like you said, we talked about trevor bauer a lot on this podcast um it would have been nice but uh alas uh he went to the he went to the dodgers i think it's a blessing in disguise honestly and as i was mentioning in, in those past discussions about trevor bauer she comes with a lot of baggage and mm-hmm. it's just i don't i don't know it's it's if a, the jay sign him there would definitely be a lot of backlash from those from those fans and they will never go away so i guess uh in some sense it's just good to avoid a headache that could have been easily avoided if mm-hmm. you know what i mean oh yeah so uh, we'll just have to see how that plays out this season. Uh, it'll be interesting to see him play uh, with Dodgers. Of course, they're looking as uh, heavy favorites to repeat. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, quickly want to talk about, uh, before we head into the Raptors, just quickly, how was your week, man? It's been good. It's been good. Work is uh, work. School is school. Uh, life is life. You know, you just you can't complain. Just to make the most of it. Mm-hmm. Same here. It's been pretty busy. Of course, work... Uh, just kind of stay staying busy during this lockdown like we talked about um yeah it's it's been good though um it's been all right and you know just just been relaxing i've been playing i've playing a lot of 2k honestly that's that's one game that i've been playing 2k 21 <laughs> are um, you the are you how are you are you playing as the raptors in, C, in gm mode if that's uh, even a thing. <laughs> yeah yeah actually i, I am uh, of course trying to rebuild them now and and uh my career my career is great in this new one i kind of like it Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, but, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, but it's it's been good. Um, what about you playing anything? Anything as of still, It's still the same as in previous episodes. Uh, La Noir, uh, Bully, and that's about it. You know, talking about Rockstar games, I want to start. Uh, I actually have the like it on PS4. Um, San Andreas, GTA San Andreas. I don't know. I really want to replay that. Such a good game. And I've kinda, actually never. Oh, sorry. Go on. I was just gonna say I kind of want to also replay GTA Five. I respect that. I was gonna say like I have actually never played a Grand Theft Auto game before. I've just not really some something up my cup of tea back then. But uh, 
Maybe uh, now I'll finally get into it. Dude, <laughs> you got to try it. You got to try it. GTA 5, like, I, I, it's <laughs> becoming the most accessible game nowadays. Like, they released it on, like, what now? Three generations of consoles. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. Um, everyone's yeah. waiting for the sixth one. But, uh, dude, you got to. It's, it's Storyline's great. Gameplay's great. Just it's always just a fun thing. And I remember just when I was younger just playing GTA, and you just want to run around and just do... <laughs> crazy stuff in free roam mode but yeah the the, the actual storylines and, and stuff are, are really great yeah no of course i i, I was it'll, it'll I, was, I knew i was gonna eventually play that game it's just a matter of when not if mm-hmm. highly recommended i want to i want to replay uh san andreas uh that one was a really fun one and it's it's probably the most loved one um looking back the graphics were terrible but <laughs> it was ahead of its time that is true mm-hmm. <clears throat> um but yeah, the, this, well, I guess my week in video gaming, uh, I guess we'll jump into the Raptors now. Um, I just want to talk about them super quickly uh, since this is a Super Bowl-focused episode. Um, I want to talk about how the Raptors are you know, looking a lot better now. They've crept their way uh, slowly towards a playoff spot right now. If I'm looking at the standings, right now they sit eighth in the Eastern Conference. So they're in, currently in a playoff spot. Um pretty much tied with the Charlotte Hornets who are also putting up a very good season uh, on their standards and the Raptors do you think they can turn things around like do you think this is actually happening well it looks like they have started to turn things around that's great that's a huge uh, step forward uh but again remember how I've been mentioning this uh every single episode we've been talking about the Raptors it's the road record has to improve and yes it has improved since we last checked in it's now at four and eight which is noticeably better but it's still nowhere near good enough and yes they they are in a playoff spot which is great that's a huge step up from where they are before but again if you look at the standings they're currently tied with the charlotte horns like you said and the cleveland cavaliers are just a game back half a game because they lost a they lost one and if the chicago bulls win then all of a sudden there it's a four-way tie for the eighth seed Yes, the Raptors are in a good spot that's great I'm, i'm happy for them i'm glad that they were able to somewhat salvage their season but uh, there's still a lot of work to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. Uh, there's still a lot of work to be done there. It's still a lot of up and down. Like they had a very convincing win the other night against the Nets. Um, of course, that was without Kevin Durant. Um, that's another topic. Just how the NBA has been handling the the situation with his COVID investigation has been kind of sketchy. <laughs> but uh, that's a different uh, that's a different discussion. But it was a convincing win over the Nets. But then yesterday, it's just like kind of what we've been seeing a lot in the last few weeks of the Raptors they play great and then they just kind of mess up um they they just kind of start you know falling apart closer to the the fourth quarter um and that's what happened last night against the Hawks and just like you said you know with the road record those were two back-to-back um away games um they they did pick up a win in, in Brooklyn but they took a loss in Atlanta and you're right they have to get better on the road yeah and I think that's really the big takeaway here. Like, yes, being good at home is definitely a huge plus. But if you can't close it out on the road and not do it consistently enough, you're not you're going to struggle to win games and you're going to struggle to make the playoffs. And this Raptors team uh, has proven in the past. They, like I've said many times, they've proven that they can win in the playoffs. I, I mean, on the road, sorry, and they've done so in the playoffs as well. But uh, yeah, this year has been not good enough. And if they can get their road record to above five hundred. I think the season is definitely salvageable. Again, like I said, still a lot of work to be done. Mm-hmm. 
for sure uh my last question on the raptors is uh at this point they're sitting at like in eighth um in the east that's the very last playoff spot they can still make a push for the playoffs um right now would you rather them be like be a playoff team or would you rather them like you know tank as we used to talk about a few episodes ago on this podcast well like i was it's, it's like we were saying like it, the the talking points remain the exact same if you want to make the playoffs you go for it this Raptors team has more than enough pieces to go on a playoff run but if they struggle and it's uh totally still possible given uh, that how close the last spot is for a lot of teams in the eastern conference uh yeah it's definitely wouldn't be the worst thing in the world but I think if you're the Raptors, your your team that's been built on uh, like contending for years and years and years, and the fact that uh, the season's still relatively young enough that you can turn your season around, I think uh, if for the Raptors' case, like, why not try and uh, compete? Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. This is a team that's uh, they're champions. They know how to win, and I'm sure that's all they want to do, of course. Um, I will just say that uh, the Raptors are floating dangerously close in that dangerous area of you know um making the playoffs and not making the playoffs which i would say if you don't make the playoffs and you're like ninth or tenth in the east that is one of the worst positions to be in because you don't get a high draft pick and you don't make the playoffs and i'm that's just probably my only hope is that that's the only thing that could you know hold the raptors back in in finding success this season but I also say, you know, the Raptors draft so well, so we'll we'll just see what they do with whatever draft pick they get if they end up missing the playoffs. But yeah, I'm I'm with you. Uh make the push for the playoffs all the way. Exactly, yeah. And if, if they don't if they don't make it, then hey, there's a there's a chance you might get Cade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a chance. Um <laughs> we'll just see how uh that plays out. Next, uh before we go on to football, uh let's talk about the Leafs just uh super quickly. The Leafs have been impressing a lot this season they've been playing just absolutely great um they currently sit um number one in the entire league number one in their division as well of course and uh, i just gotta ask you can this team sustain the success well i don't know if they can sustain the success but it's definitely encouraging the start they've been having to the regular season um in some ways that they 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 have a winning record uh there has been talks about like their uh some of their play being not the the best and then letting other teams get back into games or just like not fully playing a complete game. We have seen two dominant wins over the Vancouver Canucks uh, yesterday night and on Thursday, Mm -hmm. but like, what can we, can they do that consistently against teams like Montreal? Montreal is clearly the second best or probably the best team in the NHL right now. And they, they've only played actually the same amount of games as Toronto and the win, the win that the Leafs have against Montreal is uh, an overtime win, so Montreal still got a point out of it. And guess who the least next two next two games are after Monday's game? Montreal, Montreal mm-hmm. and Montreal. So those are huge two big tests for Mon- for the least to to face. And if they want to prove that they are a legitimate contender, you have to take at least one of those games for Montreal and do so convincingly. For sure, for sure, I completely agree. Um, Montreal is has blown my mind how they've they've exceeded my expectations for this season like did you really see this coming for them to be arguably the, the best team in the league like i thought they'd con- contend for a playoff spot but geez this is they're they're looking really good and and you're completely right um especially in this division this this season where you only play against play teams in your division every single game 
matters that much more in this fight, mm-hmm. right? Um, it, they they like you know you're not facing anyone in the West where you know um, you know a win over the, them or a loss to them can't affect your playoff spot that much, um, but it does here, and yeah, they really have to. I'm yeah, I it's mainly the Habs, and uh, yeah, just the Habs that they really have to worry about. They've had convincing wins over pretty much every other team um, in the division. And we'll just see how it plays out with Montreal. We get a real series uh, coming up. And, yeah, like, I think they can sustain the success. But also, I mean, looking forward, like, I don't even think regular season is what Leafs fans are worried about right now. We're worried about, you know, playoffs. And can they can they, can they they carry over the success from this season into this these playoffs? So, um, in terms of keeping the success, I think they can. I don't know about first in the league, but I think they definitely have a, a very legitimate shot at, at winning the, divi- the division this season, if not mm-hmm. them or Montreal. Yeah, and I, to your point about Montreal, I definitely knew that they were going to be a good team this year, but uh, yeah, no way could have been anyone anticipated that they'd be this good mm-hmm. this quickly. And But yeah, like that's kudos to them. They have a good team. They got good depth and uh, like all-around great players. And Tyler Toffoli is, is just on another level so far this year. Mm-hmm. But one other thing to keep in mind is the Winnipeg Jets are starting to turn the corner. They are currently sitting third in the North Division. And they're only a couple of points back of the Leafs and the Habs. And they just made a bit, pretty big splash to get to Pierre-Luc Dubois, who I think will be a great addition to that team's uh, center depth. If they if they can get going, uh, watch out. They're they're also legitimate. Players. Oh yeah. And yes, the Leafs won that big game uh, earlier in the season, like like com- almost convincingly, even though the score doesn't really tell the whole story. But yeah, Winnipeg's going to be a much different team the next time the Leafs play them. The whole North Division has been is so deep. Like like uh, other than Ottawa, pretty much every team um I expect as expected would you know be able to fight for a playoff spot, like fight for that those top three spots even um. Like it, all all six of those teams uh, out of seven, like it it really was a toss up. But the way it's playing out right now is uh, a little surprising. But yeah, a lot of a lot of competition there. I I want to shout out. I just want to mention how one thing I really liked about the Leafs this season, especially, is the amount of depth uh, that we're seeing really on display. I mean, for one, we know that the the Leafs have already lost, uh, you know, Joe Thornton uh, and uh, Travis Dermott too injuries already early in the season but we've seen lineup changes that have shown that you know there's depth that those losses don't even are are you know they're they're really minuscule like like the Leafs are able to turn those losses into very small uh, impacts you know Wayne Simmons he jumped up in the lineup and we've seen him play great he's been playing really good um and and finding offense where when the Leafs needed him um and also, you know, we saw Miko Lettinen jump into the uh, lineup, and and the defense is honestly looking very good, uh, very good and very solid now. So that's something I wanted to shout out. Absolutely agreed. Uh, the de- the defense has improved. The the depth is much better. And yes, they're still they probably could still use another forward. Mm. Maybe uh, hope to get Jack Campbell back because Campbell is going to make a big difference. Because why else is uh, Freddie playing all these games uh, unless there's a back to back? And uh, Speaking of the new forward, I mean, these are just rumors, and I figured I'd mention it here. We don't have much analysis on it, but the rumor is that the Leafs 
are uh, possibly looking into trading for Sam Bennett from the Calgary Flames. Just what are your thoughts on that? And then we'll move on. Definitely interesting. Uh, I I don't know if he'd be a huge improvement. Uh, I guess if the Leafs want to get him, he'd be a reclamation project because he does have some offensive upside back from his junior days. He's a playoff performer, and uh, he plays a two-way style game. I think the Leafs would probably uh, see it's beneficial. Um, he did score last night, so maybe uh, now the Flames don't want to trade him anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> I digress. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, he was scratched from the lineup in Winnipeg, and, and uh, yeah, he did play and score the last game, but we'll see. Um, he is on. He seems to be on the trading block, so uh, maybe. But uh, now I guess it's time for uh, to talk football. The biggest uh, topic today, Michael. Do you have any plans for tonight for uh, the Super Bowl? I know we're in lockdown, so we can't do no Super Bowl parties this uh, this year, nothing like that. But uh, are you doing anything in your house? We're gonna watch the Super Bowl. Uh, order some pizza, I believe. Uh, maybe some drinks. Uh, I might do a Zoom party with some friends as well while the game's happening. But uh, yeah, no, it should be a fun night from home. Nice, nice. Yeah, same here. Just watching with the family. Uh, might order in some food got to see for that uh yeah just a chill night honestly of course uh it is a big big game but i really want to enjoy it um it'll be fun um i'm looking forward to obviously the game and the halftime show is going to be great uh the weekend's performing that's one of my favorite artists (laughs) um it's gonna be great and then just just looking forward to the whole thing honestly it's it's i i can't believe the the nfl actually made it to this point because if you remember back uh early in the regular season there was a lot of COVID problems uh, mm-hmm. the league was facing where so many teams were testing positive, uh, had had games postponed, and there was talks about potentially canceling the season and just, uh, just trying again next year. But they've stuck through with it. They've been able to play it out, and uh, they're they're now at this point. They're on a few hours away from completing the 2020 season that probably no one thought could have been done. Oh, for sure. And, and I mean, let's uh, let's not forget they were – you know, they were other than baseball. They were, you know, the the big, the big league to uh, kind of make the mold of of how to continue with this season with travel, playing in their regular arenas, and playing with fans as well. Um, you know, without a whole bubble kind of situation, um, and they had a lot of they had a lot of COVID uh, COVID cases and outbreaks, just like you said. And yeah, it was, it was a really rocky season, I guess you could say, but the fact that they were able to get it done and they were able to, you know, for the most part, keep it safe and, uh, uh, for the players and the staff and everything, um, it's, it's impressive. It's impressive. And I know they have to, for next season, they'll probably be looking to change some things, make it even more safer, but for kind of the pilot season for this new type of sports world we're living in, uh, it's been great. Absolutely, yes. And uh, like I was saying, it's a, it's a miracle that they made it to this point, but they still got to finish this last game. Although I don't fully agree with having some of the stadiums filled with fans. Uh, not not the, the best idea at this time, but uh, it's not it's not my call. It's That's the, the team's call. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I believe I, I read that there would be about 20,000 fans today, I think, in Tampa. Is that correct? Some, some something along the lines of that, yes. And we did mention, uh, yes, Tampa is the host, and guess who one of the teams is? Tampa. Mm-hmm. So it's first time that happened, right? I'm pretty sure. Yes, 
Mm-hmm. First for- time in 54 years that a, a team is uh, going to actually host mm-hmm. a Super Bowl game, which yeah. is uh, absolutely insane if you think about it. Yeah, it's 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 cool, and it's cool if you're a Bucks uh, a Bucks fan because you know, and you have tickets to the game. Of course, it's a. I'm pretty sure it, that's definitely the hottest ticket because on top of the fact that it's being hosted in Tampa, there's only a limited amount of uh, tickets. A, a limited amount of people are allowed into the game, right? <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's got to be super exclusive. So if, you know, people who are going there, I get it. Like, I you know, it's it's technically a very a very uh unsafe situation kind of uneasy about about the safety of it but hey it is a experience of a lifetime to have your team play the super bowl in your in the in their home right exactly and be able to attend <laughs> it's kind of fitting though that the very first time that a team can host a super bowl game uh and actually be at the game itself uh happened during covid yeah <laughs> it's it's crazy um but it'll be interesting and, and again i think uh I mean, we're gonna obviously look at the Super Bowl from both sides here. I'm saying, um, if if the Bucks did win, uh, that would be insane. Uh, that would probably be insane to and really cool to win at home. Um, something mm-hmm. we've never seen before, and you know that probably speaks uh, again volumes to Tom Brady's legacy, which he's just been building on and on. Um, especially with this whole move to Tampa Bay, um, showing that he can literally move to you know any team and make that team instantly better that speaks volumes as well exactly yeah i think you make a great point that uh, talk about tom brady because this is the big matchup uh, of this super bowl and uh, the big talking point uh tom brady versus uh patrick mahomes and uh which one of these team which one of these guys is gonna rewrite their legacy uh see just going off of tom for first uh everyone early in the 2020 season thought that the Brady signing with uh, the Bucks was a huge mistake because Tampa was struggling mightily, losing some pretty uh, tough games, uh, like looking like they might potentially miss the playoffs. And that's something mm-hmm. that uh, Bucks fans have been used to for a while because that team's uh, really struggled uh, the last few years. But uh, they pulled it, they turned it around, they, they figured things out. Uh, they, they got to an 11-5 and finish and... Uh, They've had some pretty convincing uh, wins uh, in this super in this playoffs uh, wildcard round. Uh, they they had to they had to get off a scare with the football team. Then in the next round, they uh, sent uh, Drew Brees uh, into into uh, into uh, the sunset because he uh, retired after that game. Mm-hmm. And then uh, playing off against the recently named MVP Aaron Rodgers, the buck the bucks uh just turned it around and uh got a big win in uh lambeau field and now they're uh on the precipice of uh doing winning their second super bowl in franchise history mm-hmm. yeah and uh i was gonna say uh i i mean i you, you pretty much summed up the whole storyline of the uh super bowl up well i want to talk about uh going back to tom brady michael i just want to ask you uh if tom brady and the bucks do lose um like you said, this season has been, you know, exceeded so many expectations for Tampa. Um, I, and, and just getting to the Super Bowl has been crazy. And just like how you, you put it, you know, on past uh, episodes, I even I've talked about, you know, don't count out the, the, the Buccaneers. I've always really wanted to see them thrive because, you know, I felt like, yeah, they had a shaky um, regular season, but in the playoffs is where, of course, Tom Brady um shines um and and where that signing really will come into play in the playoffs 
Um, mm-hmm. He's just that type of player. And basically the question I'm getting to is if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do end up losing the Super Bowl, do you think that impacts um, Tom Brady's legacy negatively at all? Or do you think it just remains the same? It doesn't impact it at all. Well, I, I guess people will, will will think that it's not just Eli Manning that had uh, Tom Brady's number. It'll probably be uh, maybe the Chiefs now. But I I I, I digress because the Patriots did beat the uh, beat Kansas City back in the 2018 AFC Championship game, and they went on to win the Super Bowl that mm-hmm. year. Uh, it definitely I won't say it speaks negatively of his legacy because it's already pretty much intact. But it, I guess it just basically reiterates that they he was able to take his team to the Super Bowl without the use of uh, Bill Belichick and not playing for the New England Patriots. But it won't be as impressive as it would be if he actually is able to pull off a win. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That is uh, my thoughts as well. Like, like I said, Tom Brady, we knew he played for the Patriots all his career. Um, and like you said, this season was all about seeing what he can do, you know, on his own. And he went to Tampa Bay and he literally turned that team um, into contenders immediately. And in the regular season, it was questionable, questionable a lot. But in the playoffs, he really did make that team better. And he willed them to the Super Bowl um, mm-hmm. and exceeded expectations. I think that alone has positively impacted his legacy. If before he even arrived in Tampa, he was already he was already the GOAT. Um, this only... The fact that he can come to a team, make them better, and just take them to the Super Bowl from literally, you know, not being in the playoffs, um, can that literally speaks volumes to his legacy. And I think, honestly, at this point, this season has positively impacted his legacy so much that I don't think a loss does anything to that. I think a loss would just be the bonus, just like you said. I'll say this, though. If he does win the Super Bowl, he will be cemented as the greatest quarterback ever and possibly one of the greatest football players of all time. Mm-hmm. And I, that'll just that'll, that'll speak volumes. Like, yes, he was able to have all that success with New England for years and years and years and just dominate the league and only missed the playoffs, I think, once in his entire career as a starter. And then uh, just goes on to just like be just tormenting the leagues for the better part of two decades and winning a Super Bowl with two different teams with two different coaches. Like I said, like that'll, that'll just pretty much cement him as... Uh, not only the greatest football player, but potentially maybe the greatest athlete of all time. And I hate yeah. to say that because I'm a Bills fan. <laughs> no, and I completely agree. And a little cross-sport uh, reference. I mean, look at what LeBron James has been doing in basketball. Um, you know, he, if we look think back to his Miami days when he was, you know, he went to a super team, formed a super team, and, and started winning. I'm not saying, I mean, the Patriots were a super team. They were a, a dynasty. Um, and LeBron James basically left twice and made both those teams, the Cavs and now the Lakers, just instantly better upon arrival, right? And mm-hmm. that, it, it's a risky move. It was a risky move for LeBron when he left the, the Heat, and it was questionable, but it's only impacted his legacy even more, paid off so well. And that's exactly what Tom Brady kind of did. Um, left left the Patriots, went to the Bucks, and it's only it's only done good for his uh his legacy and, and like I said, yeah, he's just a winner and no matter what he gets them to the Super Bowl and yeah, if he wins it, it it's he could could arguably be even the GOAT athlete, you know. 
And Tom Brady was able to have success this season, but it wasn't just because of his his play. He has incredible weapons all on his offense mm-hmm. and some familiar names too. Chief among them being Rob Gronkowski, who is retired for like or like a couple mm-hmm. years back and then decided to come back. And all of a sudden it's like not as effective <laughs> as he was uh, in his younger days, but still an amazing still, player. They're, they're the dynamic duo came out of retirement just, <laughs> just to join Tom Brady in Tampa. Amazing. Stuff. Antonio. Yeah. Antonio Brown say what you will about him. He's definitely a bit of a interesting character. Let's put it, put it, put, put it very mildly, but he's definitely a, a great piece for that offense. Uh, not as maybe not, the same player he was before, but uh, I digress. Goodwin's is great. Fournette is great. Uh, McCoy, f- former Bills, is there somehow. I don't know why, but uh, and their offensive line is uh, good too. And you could say the same thing about their defense. Uh, defense is all around pretty solid, and that's going to be the big, uh, the big storyline for them because going up against one of one of the best offenses in the in football with Kansas City is going to be a daunting task for this Tampa defense. And I think that's really the big questions. Like, can they be able to neutralize uh, Mahomes enough to keep themselves in the game? And can Tom Brady do play well enough to carry his team to a Super Bowl? I think mm-hmm. that's just going to be the big question mark. Exactly. And now I want to talk about uh, kind of going on to the Chiefs uh, side of uh, side of the Super Bowl. What can this, what can a win uh, do to Mahomes' is- legacy his very young legacy already he's being it's already i see it you know he's being uh, dubbed as you know kind of the baby goat the young uh the young player with actually the possibility to even surpass tom brady's milestones and his legacy uh when his when his career is over but at the rate he's going um it's it's pretty insane so what can a win today for the chiefs do to mahomes legacy it would just be basically uh, a passing of the torch moment. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. If Mahomes wins, then he becomes the best uh, player in football, and like becomes that uh, like the Death Star kind of kind of a uh, team where Kansas City, Andy Reid, and Patrick Mahomes torment the football for years and years and years. But again, they they've only won one Super Bowl. They did have to pull off a big comeback to make that happen. And yes, they did make it to their second straight Super Bowl, but guess who else made it to uh, two straight Super Bowls and won one of them? The Seattle Seahawks. And ever since that second one where uh, Malcolm Butler intercepted a a Russell Wilson pass that should have been uh, handed off, uh, they haven't made it back since, and they haven't really come close. So yes, this is a big big win. This is a big game for Kansas City. They need to prove that last season was not just a one-off thing. They need to prove that they are legit. Mm-hmm. and i will say they definitely are looking like the favorites they've they tore through the the regular season um the best team in the league um and you know they make it look easy and patrick mahomes has just been making it look very easy um but yeah i like how you put it the, the whole narrative of this uh game is definitely you know uh the old classic old school type uh you know aging players vets vets versus youth that's what i'm trying to say veterans versus youth that's that's the narrative we got going here and like you said the passing of the torch and that's the that's what's going to be interesting is patrick mahomes represents the new quarterback uh fast skilled all all that and tom brady's still the goat he's still the goat and you know i if i was patrick mahomes or i was the chiefs or i was a chiefs fan um you don't get ahead of yourself because you don't know what you're gonna get with tom brady it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough game um but according to i mean answering my own question about Mahomes' legacy, I think that 
a win here will just keep solidifying that. Yeah, like you said, he is he is the the best player in the league if he wins today. Um, and if he can champion the, their their team to a win, um, the Chiefs are literally on the brink of a dynasty. Like uh, I'm no no doubt as long as they have you know the and they do they have Patrick Mahomes uh secured for many more years to come they they can just keep building on this and and be that team like similar to how the Patriots were for a number of years just next season they'll be the favorites again exactly and i like i was saying it's uh it this is a big moment to prove that they are uh here to stay this is not uh last season was not just like the perfect set of sto- uh, circumstances that went their way that was able to result in a victory and uh, like, look at what happens for Seattle. Like, Seattle last the back then was they were talking about potential dynasty, and they it, that hasn't turned into anything. So, for, for for Chiefs fans to feel confident that Mahomes is the future and he's going to bring back bring a lot of championships to Kansas City, he needs to to, to play well tonight, and he needs to have a big game because otherwise, there's going to be questions about the legitimacy of Kansas City. Because uh, I'll say I'll say this. If Kansas City wins tonight, they are the team to beat for the next five years. If they lose, all of a sudden, people are going to be looking at them like they're totally beatable. And the teams that uh, almost that lost to them, Kent Cleveland and Buffalo, are going to be pissed. Like, how come we weren't the ones that beat them? Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Um, yeah, I mean, but again, that's why Tampa Bay willed themselves to the, the, to the uh, Super Bowl and... and it's just going to be a great matchup. Um, I know. Oh, I do want to ask. Of course, we have to ask uh, both sides. If if the if the if the Chiefs do lose, does that impact uh, Mahomes? Not his legacy, but do you think the momentum that he's kind of uh, gain he's been gaining in his legacy? It definitely uh, gives. It's definitely a setback. It would, that would, that's definitely what it would be. Uh, it's, there's no other way around it. Like it's definitely a huge improvement that he had. He carried his team to the best record in football and back to the Super Bowl. But then to lose, it just basically said that was a great season, but uh, didn't end the. It, you didn't win, so uh, t- come come back to me when you win again. Yeah, it's, you know, <laughs> you know, it kind of reminds me of uh, another cross sports reference. But uh, when the Warriors lost in 2016 after putting up the best regular season of all time, um, I feel like Warrior the Warriors or Warriors fans might look back at it like, dang, that was a. Uh, kind of the one that got away because that could have been a four Pete then. Um, and it's pretty, pretty insane, but I'm not saying that, I mean, we're only on the second year of a possible uh, run by the chiefs, but uh, if they lose it, it will always go down as kind of uh, you know, one of those setbacks for Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs is uh, dynasty or their legacy. Exactly. And what's good about the chiefs is that uh, they don't have to fully rely on Patrick Mahomes to get them to the promised land. Uh, we need to shout out Tyreek Hill. He's mm. arguably one of, if not the best ride receiver in football right now. And uh, he's just been on another level uh, this this year. And I mean, for the last couple of years, he's been fantastic. And just that's the, the one-two punch of him and uh, Mahomes is is pretty lethal. And uh, if it wasn't for bit for Allen and Diggs at tar- tar- tearing up the league this year, I think they'd be the case for the best uh, Batman and Robin duo in football. Mm-hmm. yeah definitely and uh i will leave it at this uh, as we start to wrap up uh for the chiefs definitely obviously all eyes are on patrick mahomes let's see if he can repeat as a uh, super bowl mvp and also uh, i just saw that a stat is that uh 
if he wins here, he can become the youngest quarterback ever to win two Super Bowls. Um, of course, he's not the youngest to win his first, but um, two in a row, uh, he'd be the, the youngest. And, and like I said, that would a win here would definitely help um, with his legacy because it's definitely accelerating him past the uh, past Tom Brady at the same point in their careers when when Tom Brady was at this point in his career. So it, it just it's just all about his momentum and, and how he can keep that going. Yeah, absolutely. There's just no other way to around it. So I guess really what what we should leave off on is uh, how 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 do you think this is going to go? Let's make some predictions. Predictions, predictions. That's the hardest one. Um, I will say I do think that uh, I I will say that I think the Chiefs are winning it. I think Patrick Mahomes will play great as we expect it. I think it'll be a close game though. Um, if we're going scores, I'm going to say. 30-26 Chiefs um, and with Mahomes taking home uh, MVP, but it'll be a close game, I think. I agree, too. It's definitely going to be a close one. I honestly, I'm going to choose the cop-out answer. I actually have no idea who I think is going to win this <laughs> game. I will say this. I think that this play- game is going to be decided on the last play, like or like one of the last plays, like in like within under two to go in the fourth quarter. There's going to be a big deciding play that uh, basically either seals a win or like gets a uh, ties it up kind of thing because it's just going to be that close. I could totally see a scenario where both either team could uh, win this one. Uh, obviously, like, but here's the thing though: as a Bills fan, I'm torn. On the one hand, screw Tom Brady. On the other hand, screw the Chiefs. So, uh, I guess for legacy's sake, I would like Tom Brady to win. But I, I guess if I really had to pick, I'd probably agree with you and say the Chiefs. But I, I don't feel too confident. Mm-hmm. It can go either way. Like we said, the Bucks and Tom Brady have just surprised everyone all season. They've kind of been the underdog all season, all playoff long. Um, one more time. I mean, he's you can't question the goat. You know, you just can't. You can't count him out. Yep, and uh, you can't really count out the Chiefs either. The Chiefs have been uh, proving people wrong all season long, even though people were kind of knew that they were legit. <laughs> Oh yeah, um, so we'll see how that plays out uh, tonight. Big game, uh, highlight of my weekend. <laughs> it's been boring this week, but uh, yeah, looking forward to it. And that's pretty much uh, our episode. Do you have any other thoughts on the Super Bowl you want to leave us off with? Well, it's uh, one thing about the Super Bowl is that uh, you get a bunch of afternoon games uh, for the other leagues. The mm-hmm. NBA and the NHL are going to be playing games today, but they're all around 12 and probably don't finish till around 5 o'clock uh, tonight. So if you want to get your sports fix in, uh, you have a pretty busy afternoon ahead of you. Yep. Great day for sports, and uh, it'll be exciting, and that's why we are going to try to get this episode up ASAP. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah um that's pretty much the entire episode uh looking forward to it um as always you can follow us tweet us you know message us on twitter um our podcast uh twitter account is at behind the net pod and my personal twitter is at matt underscore rodrigo underscore my personal twitter is at the least imo uh and yeah dude, let us know if you have any suggestions for uh future topics or just want to check in on with us uh please let message us we're, we're more than willing to answer your questions mm-hmm. we're in the home stretch for football yep and uh, i guess really uh enjoy the game stay safe and uh congratulations to whoever uh wins the, the game but by the time ho- hopefully you're listening to this before the game and if you're listening mm-hmm. to this after <laughs> the game why are you still here <laughs> um yeah next week we'll talk about the uh 
the result of the game. But until next time, we'll catch you guys later. See you guys.